Silicon Valley Bank, one of the Bay Area's largest local lenders, is shutting down. Now, this is big news. I stopped actually doing these live streams for a while now, but this is a huge deal and a huge problem that it's just unfolding as we speak. And so a lot of my clients, a lot of my friends, a lot of, I mean, a lot of the people that I work with, they may bank at Silicon Valley Bank. They may be a startup. They may work at a startup that banks at Silicon Valley Bank. There's a lot of ties that this institution has with the local economy here. And so all of this is unfolding, as you can see, over the last couple of days. I'm going to give you a little bit of a breakdown as to what exactly happened. What is the problem now? What are potential solutions? And then what does this mean for the Bay Area? Um, because this is a very big black swan event. And, um, and really, we're going to find out a lot more over the weekend as to how this unfolds, because they just shut down today. And they just shut down really a few hours ago. So let's go over a little bit of what happened. Now, certainly there's going to be a lot more information that comes out over time. Uh, in terms of did they do anything with like faulty lending? Was it any bad practices? But high level, what had, what had happened was the question mark now we're going to see moving forward is, was this just the bank situation? Was this this one particular bank? Or will this be a problem with a lot of other banks out there? Now, Silicon Valley Bank is not a small bank by any means. They are the top 20 of the largest institutions in America. Let me just pull this up for you. So you can see in terms of largest banks by assets. Let me pull this up for you. See, I saw a stat. I'll find it later. But either way, they're the, they're one of the largest banks, banking institutions in the entire country. Now, what exactly happened? A big part of the question now is, if you think about just even a couple of years ago, rates were at a very low amount, and when interest rates were very low, they had all this money in their accounts. They wanted to do something still with it. They're not going to keep it in just cash. They usually will lock it up with some very secure assets. What are some of the most secure assets that people can choose from all over, like as any investor? They could be mortgage-backed securities. They could be long-term treasury yields. Because think about this, the rates were so low for a long time and they, and they were fortunate or unfortunate to have so much money in terms of their deposits. And so what did they do? They ultimately then invested those into long-term treasury yields. And it comes time for them to be renewed. Now, the issue, though, is as the rates have increased very quickly and very aggressively, it was always a concern. How would the banks handle this? Uh, did they survive stress tests? And all of them did. They all did actually perform very well. But now when it came time to like realize that they had a lot of unrealized losses, because why would anybody want to buy a piece of paper that has a 2% yield versus that you can buy a piece of paper for 5% yield. And that's the whole situation, the whole problem of this. And so then what happened was that that news and that sale started to get released. And then a lot of other people caught on, uh, especially a lot of the funds, venture funds and, and 
these large players players that see, hey, look, this doesn't sound good. This doesn't sound right. And so you saw the recent release from Founders Fund, and there's many other VC institutions that said, look, they've made a campaign out and they made a blast out to all of their startups. You should only keep the minimum amount of money that is insured at these banks. But think about that. The, the, the maximum amount is only $250,000 and all these companies have to raise a ton of money. And SVB does a lot of things, right? They do, they have a lot of the money from the venture capital firms. They have a lot of, of startup capital. So if, if you are a venture fund, you invested in a startup, that's that money is now in an account, right? It's going to be generally Silicon Valley bank. They're the biggest here in the Bay area. You may be at first Republic, but there's not that many outside of that. And so your money is stuck there, right? And when people, when that announcement came off, people were moving millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions, potentially dollars at a time. Because if they feel like, hey, look, there's a risk that this is going to be a problem, this causes what they just experienced, which is a bank run, right? Now, whether they were doing anything shady, maybe, you know, we don't know yet. This is all just playing out this week as, as this is all just playing out this week. And you're going to get a lot more information as time goes on. But that's a little bit of the background. What the heck exactly happened with this institution? Now, this bank has been around for three or four decades in the Bay Area. And they are very ingrained with the economy here, right? I mean, think about this. Venture funds money is there. Startup money is there. Uh, a lot of the founders and billionaires money is there, right? So if this, this causes just as a really, really big problem that we're going to see how this uh, unfolds. And so what does this mean then? Like what, what's, what are possible uh, outcomes or what are possible solutions? Now, there is discussions that maybe a um, maybe another big bank could try to buy them out. On one end, they have a big book of business. On the other end, I don't know who exactly would want to buy this bank out because, as you can see, people don't have very much loyalty to banks. If they don't give good rates, uh, if they don't give um, good service, like they are, they have quickly, as you evidently see, easily just left for somewhere that has safe. Take a look at this company, FinTech Brex, right? It was just startup Brex, got billions of dollars in Silicon Valley bank deposits Thursday, source says. Like in one day, they got billions of dollars of money that they can now use because now this is the account. Now the question is, do they hold it themselves? Do they have their money somewhere else? We will see how this uh, impacts others. But you can see other big banks already had a huge amount of inflow because when the funds, the venture, the VC, the VCs were saying, look, you got to just move everything out, keep the minimum at that bank. They had to quickly move a large, large sum of money to these other institutions. So on one end, we'll see if this is like a contagion effect because at the end of the day, now these monies have even more capital than before, right? First Republic is another big one locally here. You have JP Morgan Chase, Morgan Stanley. Like these are not small companies. They have they actually now have more money that they can use to hopefully strengthen their balance sheets. Because then it's not like they can just keep running from one bank to another. There's only so many before this causes a big problem. And uh, the question mark is what now happens with Silicon Valley Bank? Does it get bought by someone else? It doesn't seem likely. And um, and then the next option is just like what happened in 2008 
will they get bailed out, right? Will they get bailed out uh, by the government? And very similar to all those different things that unfolded back in the day. Now, back in the day, it was really tied to a combination of mortgage-backed securities and these credit default swaps. It doesn't seem like there is that right now, but a lot of people really only knew that much afterwards. And so the companies itself are already dealing with problems, right? I mean, all startups have had to deal with this uh, decline already of cutting valuations, but they still had the money in the bank. But now the big problem is the money is in the bank that is locked up, right? Now, the FDIC said they were going to unleash or un unload the insurance amount, which would be 250000 by next next week. But that's not enough for any of these companies. Like, like these companies will get rid of that if it's a company within a day. And so this leads to many, many um, big problems of what happens next, right? Like people that are working at these companies, are you guys leaving the comments below? Are you guys actually getting paid or does things have to actually get delayed? Like, and who knows when it will get delayed, right? So that impacts that. That impacts abilities for these companies to even continue to run. Right, they could have millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in a bank, but unless they were diversified, which many of them probably weren't, then they'll be in problem. They'll be in big problems. And so, now there are many that were able to get wind of this and move quickly, so they were able to do it Wednesday and Thursday. But a heavy majority were not able to do this. Right, there's no way that a heavy majority of the institutions or people were able to act that quickly, and so many are left in this situation. So, you know, what are the things like that happen? We'll see over the weekend. Does the government step in? I'm not sure, right? I'm not sure how, how much political interest there is of the government stepping in to save a Silicon Valley bank, right? Saving tech. I don't know how, 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 how that would be. Um, so it's going to be a really interesting weekend to see how things unfold. Will another bank try to buy it? They have a lot of Obviously, big names and big people there, but they may not have been around. There is some level of loyalty as the Silicon Valley Bank was a big player of helping a lot of companies. So they they said the comment on their end, we didn't run on you when things were going south. Don't run on us now. So there's a little bit of that, but there are also clearly a lot of people that have already made the run. And, and that's why you see what you see. So it's going to be really interesting. Um like I said, it's going to be really interesting to see because all of this is just playing out right now, right? And now because of that, the question is, will other banks be impacted? To be fair, a lot of these other banks, as you can see here, they actually now have have more capital. Um, we're going to find out a whole lot more over the weekend of what happens with this. Now, let's play it out, right? Let's, let's play a little bit of chess. If things do not play out, as in they do not get saved, there's no way to save them then it's really, really bad. It's really scary, right? Because there are so many things tied to this bank. This bank had, I think, $200 billion in assets, at least of deposits at one time, or either of assets or deposits, or I think of assets. And so this will be a big problem if they do not get saved very quickly because then what happens? These companies, how do they keep running? Right. Many of them may need capital right away, but a lot of the VC firms and a lot of the money from their LPs, the limited partners, may also be tied there. So and they're also dealing with their own problems of who do I deploy capital for? Who should I try to save? So it may be a very big contraction of companies fairly quickly 
which then causes a ripple effect across the board, right? That's kind of on one end of the job side. So people don't get paid. Companies may have to go under. It can get very, very scary very quickly. On the other end, you see like the personal situation, right? Like if the max is $250,000 and people just have their savings in there, that's a big problem too, right? Like how did they get, like what happens to their money? That's a very, very scary thought um, for a lot of people. Now, on one end, Silicon Valley Bank does most of their lending and banking for the commercial side. It's not as much as a personal side. So it's not as severe as like a, like definitely like a JP Morgan or a Wells Fargo going under, but it definitely does have a very big impact because there's a lot of founders that do have their money because it's tied. Like their money is already in bank in the commercial. So they have their personal money there. They had huge, yeah, fantastic perks. So they, they did these, all these different things of like borrowing gets it. Their guidelines were different. So there's going to be a lot of things that are going to have to unfold if this does not go well. So the question is like, what happens with their personal money? You can only get 250,000 out which who knows how long that will last. And then number two, um, their loans, right? What happens with their loans in the book of business there? Their loans, was they were very competitive with rates because they were able to borrow against these other assets to uh, make it more attractive to get these, lo get these loans. So the question is, is there any other banks that would be willing to buy that out so that they can get more capital? A lot of things will unfold. And so I'm going to keep reporting on this um, as time goes on. Maybe the next one's over the weekend. Maybe the next one is on uh, after the weekend to see, like, is there any players that can come in and save it? You know, the government has its own problems to deal with, with inflation and spending. But if this uh, does not get resolved very quickly, it's going to be a very, very big problem for the Bay Area. Um, very big problem. And so... Something to be mindful of. I want to share this because it's, it's on people's minds. I want to share with it from what I see from my clients working in tech, um, just the different ecosystems that is all tied here. Now, to be fair, there are other big banks that are still around. Like First Republic is a big local bank. So they've taken some. Brex is a big player in this ecosystem. So they, they have uh, taken some of that. So some will survive. But time will tell and see how things actually unfold and play out. And so we're going to continue to monitor that. Now, we don't need to talk about housing then, right? I mean, think about housing. We can talk about that later. Housing is always a byproduct of the confidence level of these other things. So on one end, to be fair, there's going to be opportunities because there's going to be a lot of distress that will occur. On the other end, I don't know how long that may last. Do they get saved over the weekend? Time will tell. But I would, I would say by next week, a lot more information is going to come out about this. A lot more details will be coming out. So be sure to like this video, subscribe, tune in. I will have another update likely early next week about this just because this is one of the, this is by far the biggest impact that we have had so far, much bigger than crypto, way, way bigger than crypto. This is a very, very big deal and may impact the startup world that we have in the Bay Area, which is a huge driver of the American economy. So we will be in tune for that. Leave in the comments of how this may impact you or any questions. I'm going to try to do my best to answer all those questions in the next video of all the questions, concerns that you may have. So please leave it in the comments below and uh, I'll see you at the next video. Bye now.